Alléluia. Brothers and sisters, I'll let us know when we come to the issue of dreams and interpretation. Some years back, I read the Laura books on dreams and interpretation. And remember, I told us last week that when you want to use dreams to find out about your future, you are going into the interpretation of science which God hates. You don't need anything. Remember that? Come on. You remember that? Okay. God is not intending that you begin to locate your life through dreams. Okay? But he gives dreams. Very accurate. We know that. Let's look at Job again. Chapter 3 and then 14 to perhaps 19. You can just look at that. There are two things I would like you to see there when it says select their instructions. Their instructions and then number two, if there is an interpreter. Two things that are very, very important in that passage. And then uh, one more word. So once uh, say it twice. That one is also very important. So three things I would like you to note on that very thing about dreams. So understand this when he says silly the instructions. God is coming in to speak to your spirit and cause certain things to be impressed in your mind and your spirit. And they are the things that the Lord wants to bring you such a way that either he wants to turn you away from ungodliness or unrighteous life or a sinful life to that of godliness. Is that okay? Are you listening to me? Okay, so when he comes to talk to you that way, he's trying to, like I said, take you out of the world destruction or show you certain things about your life. First of all, let us always understand this. Most dreams, I would say 60% of dreams are about ourselves. Is that alright? 60% of the dreams we have is about ourselves. First see yourself before you see other people. Is that alright? So that is very, very important. I want you to see that. So he impressed these instructions upon our mind. That is the word seal. And it's very, very important you notice that. Okay, and then the next one is if there is what? An interpreter. Somebody to be able to interpret the dream. And the interpreter could be an angelic being. It could be a human being, as some other people try to interpret it. Whoever can explain to you the significance of your dream is an interpreter. And uh, you know, like I told us the other day, when we speak in tongues, the Bible says, let there be an interpreter. And the Bible says, when you prophesy, let others judge. Did the Bible say so? Come on. Did it say so? All right. That is to say, prophecy, uh, speaking in tongues, as it ought to be for church edification, and even dreams, you need an interpreter. Okay. Very, very important. You need what? An interpreter. And then the next thing we see there is twice. And um, we'll look at a few things like this before we progress now. Twice, eh? That is to say, if the dream repeats itself two times, uh, can we get some example from the Bible? Anybody? Solomon? Okay. 
Joseph, Joseph, okay, let's take Joseph's case. Very much important. Joseph, and that is what Genesis, what? I think 37, is it? Yeah. Reading from verse 3 down to about 19, if you will. Okay? You have these two dreams in the case of Joseph. Then you have who? Pharaoh in Egypt, is it? Okay. Pharaoh. And that is Genesis, what? I think chapter 40. Am I right? Or 41. Genesis 41. I think it's Genesis 41. Genesis 41, you have the issue of Pharaoh that speaks about famine. Hmm? This one was dealing with rulership. Huh? This one was dealing with famine in Egypt. Okay. Now, so, these are the two things I would like you to note in relation to that. I think Psalm 62 says something, so what have you spoken twice have I heard you? Okay? And that is God talking. So we can always understand that God talks to us in dreams. And when he repeats, now for the first thing you need to understand on a personal level, when you have a dream consecutively, that is God talking to you. We're looking at peace to interpreting dreams. Is that okay? If a dream repeats itself twice, that is God talking to you. Take that dream serious. And begin to find out exactly what God is trying to say. And uh, if we look at that word, if there be an interpreter, it shows that there are some people. I have tried to study the word, I have look into the word, there are some things that begin to minister to me. There is an age you get into. It is natural by a work with God, and then the grace of this interpretation begin to come to your life. Though there are some people who are properly equipped for that, people like Daniel, people like Joseph. But remember, Joseph did not interpret his dream when he was 70 years old. Come on, are we together? In Genesis 37. When he had a dream, he went to the brethren. The second one, he went to the father. You remember that? He didn't interpret the dreams. But get something clear. The brethren understood the dream. Is that alright? And I begin to look at it that God directly led him to the brothers. That was what consigned him. And when he had the one of the moon and the, and the, and the sun, he went to the father. That is what consigned him. Are you getting anything from that? Now, but he didn't interpret the dream. The people who got the dream interpreted it. That is to say God was instructing them ahead of time. Now remember, he never told Joseph anything that would happen to him on the way to Egypt. But listen, when he got to Egypt in Genesis chapter 40, he could interpret the dream of the brothers. Are you catching this? So there's difference between when you're growing up in the Lord as to how you interpret dream and when you are matured in the Lord through the process of what takes you. So when he gone to Egypt, he could interpret the dream, but even over here, he couldn't say what. Now, he presented his dream to those who are ahead of him by age. Are you catching this? The father immediately got the message, the brother immediately got the message. So, one thing again is that sometimes you say you don't take your dream to people or something like that. You do, depending on your age. 
both physically and spiritually. You surely can. He presented the dream to people and they interpreted it. Alright? And so he was not wrong in what he did. Because at that age, remember, he was just 17 years old, he had not been able to come to the place of spiritual maturity to understand certain things about the spirit. But when he got to Egypt, he got that. So, we're going to be looking at a few things that pertains to how you can be able to interpret your dream. Now, let's look at the case of, uh, uh, we'll be looking at a few things together. Okay, let me say something so that you can understand. God sometimes speaks to you based on the things you know. The things around the environment. Now let me explain something to you. To tell you that maturity also determines what God takes you. If the things you used to know before, in your home, in your village, or what your parents tell you, as you come into the Lord, those things are bound to change. Let me explain something. When I was young, before I got to a level of maturity in the Lord, I could see snails. I could see tortoise. Is that right? Yeah. They meant a lot to me. Because at that time, but well over 10 years ago now, I can't remember seeing a tortoise in my dream or a snail. Okay, after that time, if I see a snail, I, I have to conclude that I'm going to move slowly. You understand that? No, no, no different tradition. It's slow. Because the snail does not move fast. Okay. So, it's like either what I'm about to do or something is going to be gradual, slow. Okay? Now, I read a book and he spoke about tortoise and the people say tortoise is, is bad. No. There are two things you can understand from the life of tortoise. It's a very wise creature. Okay? And but people say tortoise is bad and you go for deliverance and all that. That is not true. That is not true. Okay? Now, but when I get to start knowing the word of God, God doesn't deal with me with tortoise and snakes anymore. I don't know if you are following what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he gives me the word direct. Okay? He could give me the word direct. Now let me explain something. There comes a time, like Maxwell used to say, when you look at my Bible, you'll be seeing dates. Almost every night if I sleep, God gives me a word. I'll just write it, mark the date, write it. Even if it is raining or whatever, it just comes like that. Now, I begin to see myself that that is the only way to walk. So, often at a time I find it that I would like to go to bed quickly so that God can talk to me by giving me scriptures. Are you following what I'm talking about? At this stage again in my life, God said, no, that is not the way it's going to be. He shut that down. Now, I can receive messages in my spirit. And so, if you give me a dream, for instance, I can be looking at you and telling you what the dream is. Now, these are levels of growth in the Lord. So, what I want you to understand is that you can't pin down interpretation to specific things. It all depends on your age, it all depends on your work with the Lord, and your maturity in the Lord. Amen? One thing that is very common is the issue of trees, for instance. Even in a traditional setting, that the Lord ministered to me even when I was still young too in the faith, I told us here some time ago when I came to town the first year and we were doing ministry together with the brother, I found that there were some people who were in his church that had money. They were working in Shell. 
and i was envious in my spirit oh god i wish i had a church where some people can have money like this so that the world can move okay i wasn't envious because of what i would get but actually because what the world could do that night i had a dream now what was the dream i saw a very big field i've said that here sometime very big field you understand that and i saw trees but at least about four mighty trees on the field and other ones were just their crops were just there and then the lord said that is your field okay now i could understand those trees that were on that field are people okay now i could understand those people i was looking at that they are rich god is going to give me people that are going to be rich on my field are you following what i'm talking about now now you see what i'm trying to point out to you now is this god will speak to you based on your thoughts remember the source of dreams but it's going to use the things that you can understand and it will cause you to a large degree to understand what the dream is all about hallelujah so don't carry a mindset in the first place of what you used to know it will interfere with the present reality of what god wants to say and you catch what i'm going to say now very very important very very important and then sometimes like i look at it look right down the book of judges i'm not going to be speaking some of this things so that you may have room later to interpret i mean ask your questions judges chapter 7 from 13 to 17 remember the, the story of gideon when he was to go and fight the amalekite i mean the midianites the bible tells us that uh, somebody had a dream and a cake just tumbled over the cakes of the midianites broke it down okay now that is i had a dream i was relating the dream to you and the next thing you said was that is the son of Gideon okay and while you were saying that Gideon had so what was the purpose of that dream is to inspire Gideon to go to the battle and you see the other man did not premeditate get that Jesus said the same thing in the book of Matthew chapter 10 he said when they when you are brought before the council do not premeditate what he shall say Say the spirit of your father which shall give you what to say. Do you understand that? So when God wants to move the people sometimes and wants to inspire you by dream, you will not find it difficult to interpret what God is saying. So Gideon was to move to war. He didn't God didn't want him to slow down. He didn't want him to discourage him. So he overheard the dream and the interpretation of the dream. And immediately he went into battle. Are you follow what I'm trying to say? So sometimes you can see your child can wake up in the morning and tell you something. It could be a dream. Immediately you can be able to understand that dream. Amen? Okay. I remember some time past, like I was talking about the dream. How many of you remember Delegiwa? Remember Delegiwa sometime past? Yeah. The sister had a dream. I think she was in Celestial Church or something. I can't remember again now. But in the north. And they found that their compound, the only big tree in their compound fell. And he went to uh, somebody, a man of that kind of mind, and he told the person, I had a dream this night, and the big tree, the biggest tree in our compound fell. And the person said, Who is the richest man in your family? He says, Delegiwa. I said, Go to him and let him pray. You know, so when he came to Delegiwa, I never thought, oh, you forget about this thing, there's nothing there. What is the big tree that fell? You know? 
And actually, if they have followed the advice of that man, perhaps will have been able to escape the death of the later bomb. I don't know if you are catching what I'm trying to say. Okay. So these are the facts we need to consider when we are interpreting these dreams. And uh, just like I said, you don't really put some strong things there. Now take for instance, if I have to dream about you, most time it's not actually you. But if it is you, God will make me know it is you. Are you following what I'm talking about? The reason is simple. I like you to be very careful when you begin to dream about people. Really, especially when you see people are haunting you, people are bewitching you. You see, there's what we call, okay, let me use it, elemental spirit or familiar spirit. Okay? This spirit can transform people's face to oppress you. Especially they want to create an enmity between you and someone. So the, the face can be that person's face, but it's not that person. You know what? It's diversionary. They won't take your mind away from where the source is, so that you'll be fighting battle in hell and the person is oppressing you from the other side. I don't know if you have what I'm talking about. So these are very important that you understand it. And that is one of the reasons we believe that the witch of Endor did not call up the soul of Samuel. Because these two parts, they are too far apart, they can come together. The witch have no authority over those in the kingdom of God to call for their spirit. So it was not the spirit of Samuel that came, but a familiar spirit that can disguise as Samuel showed up to deceive Saul. And it was permitted because Saul had to go. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So sometimes when you dream from people are oppressed, especially when you see the issue of oppression, people are oppressing you, don't always go fighting the people that you dreamt about because it could not be those people. It may not be those people. Are you listening to me? It may not be those people. But a familiar spirit trying to create some diversionary, you know, spiritual attention so that you don't know who to attack and what to do or how to really get over the battle. My friend, come inside and sit down. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm saying now? So, please get this right. This is very, very important and it's very important you understand that so that you don't begin to throw punches on people that are not actually the people. Do that make sense to you? Hallelujah. So, these things are very, very important. So, get the key. First, number one, if the dream is repeating itself, God is interested. Some elements are important. Okay, if you look at the case of the judges who wrote about, it says a barley cake. Now, how can food, for instance, ordinary cake, eh? bread, break down a tent? You see, one thing is obvious. First of all, when God spoke to Gideon to go, Gideon was not intended to go. But remember the address, thou mighty man of valor. Now because a little cake could destroy a whole tent, strength came to Gideon. That really means I can do what? Succeed. So understand those elements. And look that now, remember, they are used to cakes. They know what cakes is. They know how insignificant and so small a cake could be. But God had to use that to inspire him to be able to go and destroy the Midianites. 
So like I keep telling us, one thing is very obvious. Now, like I was talking about the issue of trees, you can remember the case of Nebuchadnezzar. How many of you remember the dream of Nebuchadnezzar? Daniel chapter 4. Is that okay? Alright. The Bible says he saw a big tree. Okay? Who was the tree? Nebuchadnezzar. So understand thing. When you see tree, God's not saying go and plant trees or go and you know, cut trees and things like that. <laughs> understand it. It was a big tree that was more Nebuchadnezzar. And one thing is also obvious. Jesus made a statement. He said, if they could do this to a green tree, how much more a dry? He called himself a tree. Spiritually speaking, people are trees. Are you following what I'm talking about? People are trees. That is something you need to understand. So, I want you to understand all of these elements as touching when a dream comes to your way. Let me give you an example. Of a dream. Sometimes I want to be frank with you, it is difficult to interpret some dreams that comes to you. Very, very difficult. I don't care you have an answer to all dreams. People have come to me, I dream the other I don't understand. If I don't understand, I don't understand, and I don't want to kill myself because I did not understand. I don't know if you are following what I'm saying now. And this is very important. I had a dream, and I mentioned it some time ago, that two people are dead, but they are not dead, they are alive. Is that okay? Now, that wouldn't drive me into fasting. God was really trying to tell me their ministry is coming off. That's just it. They are dead. Now, you see, death has to do with Genesis now. Adam, the day you eat of the tree, shall surely die. He didn't say you're going to die physically. So, it's not as if maybe if you hear a voice and they say this person is dead, it simply means the person is dead. But if I see a coffin, I know somebody's dead. I don't know if you follow the difference. Okay? Alright. Now, so, but your maturity will determine that. Now, like we said last week, you can understand that God sometimes when He wants to talk to you, for you to really understand, He comes directly to you together with what? A voice. We talk about Abimelech. You remember that? The person is a dream. And then we talk about Joseph. I mean, uh, Laban towards uh, Jacob. That shall not do, you know? Touch, don't touch, whatever. It comes directly with the voice. It's not going to settle only on symbols. If it's coming from God. Praise the living God. So I want you to understand that. So, then furthermore, let us also look at a few things. If, for instance, God gives you a dream, you need to note some colors. They are very, very important. If the colors you see, for instance, purple, it means exhortation. Exhortation or royalty. Okay? Praise the Lord. It's very important you understand this. Now, if you see something like gold, color, He's talking about the divine nature of God. Divine nature of God. Sometimes when you see red, it's not you're talking about, you know, sometimes when you see red, what, what come on, come to you when you see red in your dream? Danger. Danger. <laughs> you, see, you see red, it picks up that which is arty. Huh? Or Adamic. It doesn't mean 
danger blood or something except you are used to that and that is the way god wants to talk to you but if you are getting matured in the spirit when you see red sometimes he's talking about adamic life okay but carnality to be honest because adam means red to feel red on the face that's one of the clear definitions of the word adam to feel red on the face carnality amen okay then it all depends also on the way it comes it could also mean the blood of jesus and in that place he's talking about deliverance just write it correctly that is where you discover that they have to put a red cloth in Rahab's window i don't know if you are following what i'm going to say okay tie a red piece of cloth there that is deliverance the blood was on the temple i mean on the doorpost in egypt so it's either you're going to be looking at it from the point of either carnality or deliverance the blood of jesus so it's not always you see blood and you talk about people dying or things like that huh are you following what i'm saying you see one problem we have is that our own understanding naturally traditionally has colored spiritual interpretation but we must know that we are shifting we are growing we are moving amen praise the living god so i want you to understand this there are a few other colors you need to talk about silver talk about all that but some of these things if you see something like blue for instance blue huh it means heavenly it's talking on side which is heavenly and so sometimes you can see blue sky and then you see stars on it god is just saying something good hmm? praise the lord okay so you need to understand some of these maybe after now some of you will tell us or uh, mention some of the kind of dreams you used to have maybe you were having a dream somebody pushing you and the person have no head well i can't interpret that <laughs> hallelujah so like i said if there is an interpreter that's a very key word because listen to me you see when pharaoh had the dream of the sheep thing one the cow thing one it will not be easy for you to picture but you see the interpretation immediately came to who to joseph hmm? praise the lord you see often people calling joseph the dreamer but they don't call him joseph the interpreter i don't think joseph had it in the, in the record other than the first two when he was 17. did he have any other one so how did he be, huh it was interpretation he did more than dream he dreamt only once i didn't see him dream again in the whole book but we call him joseph the dreamer but you see he is more of joseph the interpreter of dreams he interpreted to the butler and all that are you getting that and then he interpreted to pharaoh okay now if you like i was trying to look at the elements around you that god uses if you look at the butler he said he carried a basket on his head with figs remember that and the bed came and did what pick some of those things 
from his head. Ah. Now, get it. That is, the things, the things they carried are the things that enable you to squeeze wine into the cup. Joseph understood those elements, even in interpretation. But the bed that came is like a devourer. Are you following it now? Yeah, it's like maybe the hawk or something. And then the thing was on your head and he took it from your head. That means it's, it's straight. You can just easily interpret that. I don't know if you are following what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, let me give you some example again. As I give you this example, you can be prepared. I don't want to give you structures. It must be so. I have read books on interpretation of dreams before. And they, to me, they are misleading. So I will not give you structures. But as I keep on talking, something will be ministering to your spirit. And your enlargement is coming. Amen? Okay. Now, I once was driving a vehicle with a brother. The same brother I told you where they had a ministry together. In fact, a guy told me he's an apostle. I'm supposed to walk under him when we started. I said, okay, that's fine. Now, in that dream, we're driving a vehicle. Okay? But I can drive very well. Can I please drive this vehicle? He said no. And while I was doing that, thank God the two people are here. I saw this lady and I saw this lady. Both of them they were singing. And I said, please stop. I want to join them to sing. So I stepped down and I went to meet them. And can I explain where we were? We're just by that Baloko bridge there. So I stepped out and I joined both of them and we're singing. And this guy kept on driving. And he led on two poles, he just crossed this road now, just opposite there, before he get to that Caesar there, he fell into the, the gutter. Ah. So I woke up and I went to him and I said, bro, look at the dream I had. He said, ah, you are thinking about women, that's why you saw women. I said, fine. <laughs> and you know what? True to the fact of that dream, when I told him, since this is the way it is, I don't think I can continue with you because you are driving wrongly. That's not the way my father taught me. And I decided to, I didn't quarrel, but now the guy ministry is off from town. He knows who I'm talking about. He's no longer having a ministry. He really fell into the dish. It was straight. God gave it to me. And what God was trying to do there is to get me off from that course. So I'm trying to make you understand that God speaks more to you based on what you are doing, what he wants to do in your life and all that. So don't only be seeing people. If God gives you a scripture and says, um, for instance, scripture about forgiveness. Don't go and look for people and say, you offended me, God said you should forgive me. Or I should forgive you or something like that. I don't know if you are following what I'm trying to say. God is trying to say, you set your heart. It's possible that you are angry with somebody. He first this with you. Amen? All the people that have dreams in the Bible, they never had it for somebody else. They had it for themselves. Praise the Lord. So these are the things you must understand. So, that is that. Um, which other example can I give to you now? Okay. I just leave that. So, 
those are some of the things I want you to understand. So I know that a vehicle speaks of ministry. For me, it may not be for you. Maybe if you see a vehicle, it means you want to buy one. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. But if I'm driving a vehicle, I know I'm doing ministry. And secondly, for instance, when I also come to worry here, I was with a brother, some of you know, and there was the day I had this dream. That's about two weeks when I came. I had a dream and I found that they were clearing a very big farm. They've cleared part of it and then they bought part of it and other parts they planted. This cassava planting. So I stepped into the field and I looked at the field and I found that they were upside down. So I met him even in that dream and said, this thing, this is not the way my father taught me. The way you planted these things now, they will not produce well. They won't bring down enough uh, tubers or whatever. So we need to turn them off. Oh, so you have a free hand. Turn them, turn them. So I begin to turn the whole farm like that. And I said, look at this. I have not burnt it. We have not even uh, planted it. When you finish with this, come over here. I said, okay. So I woke up and I went to him. I said, sir, look at the dream I had. He said, well, the Lord is only trying to... I was so glad he went straight to the interpretation. Just like what I'm trying to say. Say the Lord is only showing you something. We have been working in this ministry before you came. And we've been doing wrong things. And God wants you to correct a lot of things. You have a free hand to do that in the ministry. That's what he told me. But man will not allow such things to happen. I don't know if you are following what I'm trying to say. So, God can show you things. Now, if God shows me a farm, he's talking about ministry. If I'm driving, he's talking about ministry because I have to carry people. That is for me. But I can't say that for you now. That is why I'm saying the interpretation can come instantaneously when you're speaking to somebody or what God gives it to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm trying to say? Okay. Now, sometimes someone once told me uh, he had a dream. And in this dream, there was a cobweb somewhere and a very big spider. Alright? So, he went in there and killed the spider in that dream. It was part of the end of the church hall of his. Now, the next day, when they came to service, he find that at the edge of the hall, there was a woman. That was trying to do some things to harm the work of the ministry. And in the course of the ministration, the Lord spoke to him and showed her the woman. And she made the pronouncement and something happened. So he said, I killed the spider in the dream and I killed him in the physical. Now, that is for you. I'm not saying I look around and begin to find spiders. No, this is a problem. I don't know what I'm going to say. That is the problem. It is strictly for you. Now, I cannot now put it that anytime you see spider, you are seeing a human being. So, I will lead you into error. I will lead you into error. <laughs> are you getting what I'm going to say? So, these are the things you must watch out for. So that you don't get into trouble with the way you interpret dream, especially when it comes to the issue of witches and wizards and all those kind of stuff. You know, we dream so much here. Because of the way we feel, you must know that a lot of our dreams they are coming naturally based on our thoughts and our mind and the way we feel and the things we think about. Praise the living God. Uh, I don't know if I have helped you enough for tonight. Um, one thing again is certain, 
anytime dreams come, sometimes you may not get the answer instantaneously. You need to wait. Remember, um, Joseph made a statement hmm? when Daniel, I mean, um, Pharaoh gave him the dream. He said, Interpretation belongs to who? That's very important. Amen? Interpretation belongs to who? To God. Please, I want you to know that fact. Genesis 40 verse 8. Interpretation belongs to God. That's why in Isaiah 46 verse 10, the Bible saying, God only. If you look at it closely, it simply means God only can tell the future. So, interpretation belongs to God. Genesis 40 verse 8. It doesn't belong to man. And if we know that as a key, then we can always understand that the best way for us to get clear interpretation is to go back to the God who owns world interpretation. So sometimes you have a dream, the best to do is go back to pray. And let me show you one key that can lead you into that quicker. For those of us who speak in tongues, it's very, very important. Are you listening to me? Okay. What you do is this. If you have some dreams that you cannot immediately interpret, just go to prayers, begin to speak in tongues. You're going to see some things coming up. Light will begin to break into those things that are a little bit difficult. You just wake up and you can't understand them. If you like writing them, go back and then begin to pray. Interpretation belongs to who? To God. You will get answers. It will reveal some things to you. I've done that several times. If I have dreams that are a little bit difficult and confusing and tormenting, I just go on my nails and begin to speak in tongues. If I do that for 30 minutes, I'll get a clear word. Because one thing is this. It's not the tongue we speak in church. These are not the things that gives you what I'm trying to say. There's a, a dimension of tongues you speak. By the time you finish speaking, interpretation follows. How many of you have observed that? That is what I'm talking about. So, when you have a dream that is difficult, you can't understand from the natural, just go to speaking in tongues, just be doing that, be doing that. By the time you get to a peak, you find that you begin to interpret what you are speaking. And you'll be giving answers to those dreams. Praise the Lord. So, these things are very important because interpretation belongs to God. And then, when you get to Daniel chapter 4, I think verse 19, the Bible says when Pharaoh finally told him the dream, he was silent for a while. Why? It's like he was connecting to God to get an answer. So you don't just rush into interpretation because of what you know before. That's what I'm trying to say. It's very important. Is that okay? Very important. If you lost your shoe, for instance, or you mess up your shoe, what is shoe? The gospel. Okay? Alright. Now you see, God can give that to me more because I'm into the ministry. But you will not be giving shoes to you because you are not fully in the ministry. Are you listening to what I'm trying to say? All right. Now, for instance, if he gives you, shows you a shoe and say you are blessing somebody's shoe, what do you think God is trying to tell you? To assist somebody in the ministry. He just said, "Don't open shoe shop." <laughs> are you following what I'm trying to say now? These things are very important. Very, very important. You see? So, there are things you can... I believe you'll be growing and you begin to understand all this symbolism. Take for instance if you are wearing a white. Hmm? Maybe a white shirt and white 
on the stuff. What do you think God is trying to tell you? He's speaking to you by his own righteousness. Okay? He's talking to you by his own righteousness. Now, if you are naked completely, it's all to show that you're losing his glory. Because the scripture says, put you on Christ. You are becoming vulnerable to attack. So, you just go to God. If he shows you that you find yourself naked, what are you supposed to do now? You pray. That's the thing. You pray. Okay, what about if he shows you somebody that is naked? What are you supposed to do? Go and tell him you are naked? He didn't see it. <laughs> are you following what I'm trying to say now? Okay. That's the point. Okay, take for instance, if he causes you, for instance, I don't know, you give me instruction. I'm sorry. Uh, question and answer, okay. For instance, you see yourself looking at television. What do you think you are doing? See, God is trying to open your spiritual understanding in terms of visions. Because the television, you see images, you see pictures. So you want to open your other eyes to see. And that is the thing. <laughs> you want to open your other eyes to see. Because you see, when you watch television, you can see things that not really you cannot see. There's a downloading. Yeah. All realms of connections, they come out from that tube. So it's opening your eyes to see dimensions of the spirit. Okay? Or uh, if, for instance, you find yourself using glasses, it's still not too bad. Because it's like you have to aid your vision to see more clearly. Are you following what I'm trying to say? Now, take for instance, if you're having some problem and then you find yourself using glasses to read the Bible, and because of the situation, maybe I've seen that you just remove the glasses. What do you think God is trying to tell you? He's trying to tell you that you are going to see now more clearly without assistance. That means the solution, you are going to find an answer to it. Are you following this thing? Yeah. You are going to find an answer to it. That you don't need any aid now to assist you to discover the truth. You are not going to see it clearly. You remove it. So it goes on and on. That's why I'm saying you cannot write down and this is the way it must be. 